It's time for the Green's Release Podcast with your host and the creator of Green's Release, Janet Green. Each week, Janet explains how your past and present provide a unique opportunity to rewrite your future. Stay tuned to hear a relaxing compliment to the life-altering materials in the Green's Release workbooks. This podcast is brought to you by greensrelease.com. You just gotta make up your mind that today is your day and nothing can stand in your way. Today is your day. Everything's going your way. Are you feeling happy or sad today? Anxious or calm? Are you motivated or feeling flat? Do you know why you're feeling this way? Did you know you have a choice in how you feel? Try these activities for yourself. You might be surprised at the outcome. How are you feeling today? Stop and notice exactly how you're feeling today. You may find you're feeling stressed, worried, unsure, or any range of emotions. Take a few minutes to write down your feelings and what they relate to. Notice how events unfolding in your life affect your feelings in general. Now, step back from thinking about things that do not relate to this one particular moment in time. Become consciously aware of how your body and mind thinks and feels only in this now space. Take a couple of deep breaths and just feel. Notice and write down your feelings, both physically and mentally. Now, make a comparison. Does how you're feeling today agree with how you're feeling now? I very much doubt it does. Confused? Let me explain. This is a continuation from the Feeling Podcast. To remain in the now moment means we're only thinking and feeling what we're experiencing right now. But when we still hold unreleased pain or our mind chatter distracts and sends us off thinking of other issues, we take on the feelings from them. What happens is the more we focus on something, the more strength and power we give it. And the more we feel it right now, instead of what we're actually feeling in this now moment. For example, say a person has major financial problems. They think and worry about this constantly. It affects their every action, from the basic need to purchase food, to being afraid to answer the phone or open mail. 
this person may become so focused on their lack of money that they become depressed and feel hopeless. Does that help their situation in any way? No. The effect of this preoccupation with money destroys any chance of experiencing the now. So, the person may seem distant when out socially, miss a beautiful sunset right in front of their eyes, or not realise when someone is trying to love them. This is the person who leaves us feeling flat and drained after spending time with them, because they're sad, lifeless and not good company. Their behaviour can be mistakenly taken as their personality. I've used an extreme situation to highlight the power that our focus of attention and thought has in determining our outlook, perceptions, mood and feelings. When we realise that we have full control and a choice, we're better able to make choices wisely. Become aware. Pick an uncomfortable emotion that's been distracting you lately. What is the impact this emotion has had on you, your actions and activities? For example, pain of your loss infiltrates every experience and thought throughout your day. When you visit friends, you're often distracted by your own painful thoughts. Your friends may remark on this, worried about your complete lack of joy. Now, pick a topic that's been on your mind lately and think about its impact on you, your actions and circumstances. For example, when I lost my job, our income halved. Even though we were careful with our money, I still worried about being financially drained by unexpected expenses. So, I stopped having my hair and nails done and haven't purchased any new clothes or household items since. I worried constantly what might happen next. Become a now person. This may seem like a very simple observation, but the impact it has on your life is extreme. Think about how you would like to feel each day. Enjoying the individual moments or distant and unable to take your attention away from issues. Yes, you have issues to resolve, which is part of life. But you can enjoy your moments and fix your problems. Deliberately open your awareness every day for a week. Notice what you're spending your time thinking about. And then decide 
what you prefer to spend your time thinking about. Use a notepad to jot down your thoughts throughout the day and how each thought made you feel. For example, thinking about the tasks I have to do makes me feel stressed. Or, thinking about reading with my children makes me feel happy. Go over your list each night to become aware of your daily thoughts and how they made you feel. Notice how they take you away from being present in your life. Decide if you'd like to be present in your life and then use our Silent Your Mind Chatter activity, which is in our Getting Started Index, every day for a week to become a now person. The goal is to retrain your mind to automatically focus on now moments rather than distracting itself with fears and worries. Remember to make a list of new topics that you'd prefer to spend your time thinking about. Include the ones that make you smile from the inside out. Keep this list handy for quick reference. Use this exercise to become fully aware that what you feel emotionally and choose to think about controls your feelings, mood, activities and experiences. Form your own understanding of living in the now and what it means for you. You'll find it may be very different from anything you've read about. And it's perfect because it's only yours. Activities and people. What about our choice of activity and people we associate with? How do they make us feel? A person who's fearful of world situations may continually watch the news, read newspaper articles and talk about it with friends and associates. This person fills their life and feelings with the horrors of war. What do they see when they look out their front door? Is there a war or children playing happily? Is there drama and fear or neighbours peacefully mowing their lawns? How does this person's perception of fear and war relate to their own physical life circumstances? It does not. The topic of war could be replaced with world hunger, abuse, earth events and crime. The list is endless. Why would a person choose to create a life focused on such events at the expense of living their own life? During recent world events, many people were fearful their minds constantly relived events seen on television. Some held on to the fear, which then began to affect their sleep. 
their well-being and their lifestyle. A very interesting situation occurred when a person who was feeling this fear and worry turned off their television, stopped reading newspapers and began discussing other topics, their fear left all by itself. The act of continually bombarding your mind with fear creates a fear response. Yet, once the actions cease, the response shuts down on its own. They were perpetuating their own fear experience. What activities are you ready to let go? What might the impact of doing this exercise be on your life? So, what we do with our time affects how we feel. What about watching horror movies, reading murder and criminal novels? Is it any wonder we feel anxious about our place in the world as a result? What about those we associate with? Have you noticed that being around some people makes you feel alive and optimistic about your life and your future? Yet being around other people leaves you vaguely sad and depressed. What part do you play in perpetuating this? Who says that just because someone wrote it, you must read an article depicting the horrors of the world and are responsible for feeling sad and guilty about them? What point and purpose is there in taking on the world's woes? Does it change the world? Does it help one single person? Or does it merely serve to make you feel depressed? No, this is not turning a blind eye to important events, but instead reining in our preoccupation with thinking about fearful or horrific circumstances just for the sake of it. If a topic or world situation is important to you, wouldn't you rather do something instead of merely thinking and feeling badly about it? Then you'll feel much better and have done something to improve the world. Perhaps in your community you could help feed or supply blankets to the homeless. There are unlimited choices and possibilities to make a difference in something you believe. Become aware and selective. Become aware and notice how you feel when interacting with people. Do they serve to uplift and motivate or depress and demean? If the latter is the case, why be around them? Do the same with your regular activities. What makes you feel good and what doesn't? 
Does shaking with fear after watching a horror movie make you feel good? If it doesn't, then why do it? Why do people think that they're bad or selfish if they don't want to spend time doing unpleasant activities? Or surrounded by people whose company they don't enjoy? You always have other alternatives. If you wish to engage in pleasant activities and conversations, don't you think there are others who feel the same? Perhaps, like you, they're hesitant to break the habit. Just like the previous activity, take the time to become aware, form your own understanding, then decide what activities you prefer and do them. Deliberately open your awareness every day for a week and see how your regular activities make you feel. Use a notepad to jot down your activities through the day and how each one made you feel. For example, watching the financial headlines on television every night makes me feel stressed. Or sitting reading with my kids makes me feel happy. Or isolating myself from friends and family makes me feel depressed. Go over your list each night to become aware of your daily activities and how they made you feel. Think about how you felt, what you did and what you prefer to do different in the future. Think about new activities that you could introduce, perhaps some of your favourite ones that you've not done for a while. The ones that make you smile from the inside out. Now plan the time to do them. Become aware of interactions. Deliberately open your awareness every day for a week and see how your regular interactions with people makes you feel. Use a notepad to jot down your interactions throughout the day and how each one made you feel. Include the activity. For example, Jenny and I talked on the telephone about next weekend's dance and it made me feel happy. Or, when I was at the pharmacy, the clerk was asking how my husband and I were doing. After I told him all about our misery, I felt uncomfortable and wished I'd remain silent. Or, after getting information from the doctor, I called a friend and told her all about it. It was a very dramatic conversation and I felt totally drained afterwards. Go over your list each night to become aware of your daily interactions. The activity what was discussed and how you felt during and after each interaction. Knowing that you can change the circumstances of interactions 
that make you uncomfortable allows you to think of different ways to interact with people. For example, planning and talking to friends about upcoming events makes me feel good, so do it more often. Or don't go into details about your circumstances with anyone when it makes you feel uncomfortable to do so. Decide ahead of time what you will say and do. Plan to do it. You could plan to change the subject or introduce your own subject before they do. Another example is to decide to only engage in drama when it's necessary. Therefore, a doctor's visit may be necessary, but instead of relaying its details over and over, feel the uncomfortable experience, then release it. Now you're free to call a friend and talk about going to the dance next week. Another example is, I like Jenny, but when we get together, we only talk about our problems and life dramas, so it's really depressing. Think of things both you and Jenny enjoy doing, like going shopping or gardening, and then do them when you spend time together. You can direct the discussion towards more positive and uplifting topics. So plan out your next visit prior with activities and discussion topics so it'll be easier for you during the visit. People have forgotten that they are in total control of what they think, feel, the activities they undertake and the people with whom they associate. You can make the decision to feel good by doing activities with people you like. How you feel is entirely your choice. 